exurga deus dispentur inimicius, et fugiancio denunteum a face eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defendenos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias, diabolias do praesidium. Imperatili Dea, supplicas de precamor, tuque princeps militae calestis, satra maliosque spiritus malignos, que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum netrude. Amen. Speculum justitiae, ora pro nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatus Carolus et domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facium tuum et salvierimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <coughs> In the after, this is actually um, still being recorded on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And it's mostly because on this feast day, I am noticing a huge amount of Russia news. And it's been building up, but today sort of sort of feels like it's kind of getting to a news a news feed crescendo. And I really do hope that everything starts to back off. Because every time I listen to a Russia the Russia Ukraine, Russia United States, Russia, 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 Russia oh my goodness, are we going to war? Russia. I find that I'm actually troubled with a much more pressing question. The people in charge right now who have, I'm going to be polite and say botched, the Afghan withdrawal, who have, now you know what, back up, who torpedoed who deliberately screwed up the Afghan withdrawal. This, the people who are deliberately sabotaging our economy. The people who are gaslighting us about everything, lying about every single topic. They're the ones in charge right now. They're in charge pretty much across the board. They've got the House. They've got the Senate. They've got the White House. They've got the media. They've got academia. They've got everything. They've got the military for crying out loud. <clears throat> Fifteen years ago, I would have said they were idiots with bad ideas. There were people who had no idea what they were doing. Five years ago, I would have said, okay, this is starting to get a little bit disconcerting. They clearly are deranged and demented. <clears throat> Five years ago, of course, being in the early onset of the Trump presidency. But everything that you could of everything that you could say about the orange man, we did not start any new wars. And the body count from the military from our sort of direct drone action and all that other stuff, the body count compared to previous administrations is very, very low. In 2017 to 2020, 
was a very low yield for fatalities in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Syria. It was comparatively speaking, and this is measurable because you can actually go and look at the other administrations. And I mean, come on now, the drone in chief was who? The drone, in, the droner in chief was Barack Obama. It was under Barack Obama that you had hundreds and hundreds of people who were killed by drone strikes who had nothing to do with the targets that were being targeted. And we had that happen very early in this administration as well when we found out that, you know, t- uh, you know, a couple of carloads full of kids got hit with a drone strike. <clears throat> by all measures, the current administration is wicked. They are evil. They're demented, deranged, diabolically disoriented. They are lost. They are clearly playing for the wrong side. And that's the part that I really have to try and wrap my brain around is because it is very obvious that Brandon and Kamala and Millie and Lloyd Austin and pretty much the whole way down, blinking, blinking, winking, and nod over at the State Department. All of them are very clearly on the wrong side. They're pushing the wrong agenda. They are deliberately destroying American credibility. They are deliberately destroying American influence. They are deliberately destroying America. Piece by piece, brick by brick, avenue by avenue. which puts me in a really rough situation because the people in charge of my country are very clearly the wrong people. And I will not separate everything that they're doing from the current situation, from everything that's going on today. So if we're headed towards conflict with Russia, I now have to actually do something that I didn't, <laughs> I really didn't think was going to be possible. <clears throat> I have to ask myself the question, are we the baddies? See, <clears throat> Brandon and his son laundered billions of dollars into Ukraine quietly so that they could fund the hot war that is currently going on in Eastern Ukraine. And make no mistake about it, there is a hot war going on in Ukraine. Ukraine and Russia are already at war. The question is, is Russia going to push these 100,000 troops across the border and actually invade? There's been so much going on in the United States of America that I didn't, I never actually got the opportunity to follow what was going, what the war was actually, you know, the war that I knew was going on two years ago. 
And I knew it was a hot war. I've seen the video footage of a hot war. It's not a cold war. It's not like stiff tensions and this, that, and proxy players. No, they are people shooting artillery and machine guns and all of and all of the things that you know Democrats are so afraid of in this country. They're actually that is actually happening in Ukraine. And it has been happening in Ukraine for years since the annexation of Crimea. Which I'm still trying to figure out why everybody says Crimea. It's Crimea, dude. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> and I'm further conflicted. Because there's a lot of h- history. None of it's directly my history. I'm a Western Catholic. I'm a Latin Rite Roman Catholic. My family's been Latin Rite all the way back to, you know... Galicia and Valencia. But there are saints from Kiev. And there are Catholic saints from Moscow. And there's more recent history that shows that Ukraine was you know, obviously part of the Soviet Union, and everybody keeps lobbing, oh, Vladimir Putin wants to rebuild the Soviet Union. Well, there's a key difference between the Soviet Union and Putin's Russia. You see, Putin's Russia, the official state religion, and whether or not Putin is going to enjoy any form of salvation remains to be seen for all intents for all intents and purposes. I mean, he's not, he's not a particularly good guy. Um, he's certainly got the machismo and all of that. He's got some very virtuous qualities and it's difficult to see if there's anything beyond that. Well, because I'm not Russian and I don't speak Russian and I don't get to see daily Russian news. And I mean, everybody knows, you know, people who challenge him have a tendency to get disappeared. So in that end, he's very much like the Clintons. It's difficult to figure out exactly where the balance is on this one. Russia is a Christian nation codified in their law. That has ramifications. In the Russian constitution of today, Christianity is the official state religion. If you don't think that's important, well, that certainly does tamp down on any threats from Islam. It gives the Russians the ability to defend themselves in a particular way from the Chechens, who are all Muslim extremists. And that's kind of important. Russia, if Russia is to be used as the tool of the chastisement against the world, when even Holy Rome seems to be abandoning the faith, 
would that not necessarily mean that they would be Christian? There are things they're willing to do with the whole climate change nonsense, and there's limits to what they're willing to do. Which is roughly the way, like, it's roughly the Christian approach to climate change. It's like, look, there are things we agree with you, but we're not getting into this dirt-worshipping nonsense where we're going to cut our own throats just to satiate Mother Earth. Mother Earth can go screw herself if that's going to be the case. And truth be told, that is an appropriate Christian response. But for all the Catholicism of Brandon there in the White House, we know very clearly he's not. And despite the Holy Father being the Holy Father of the one Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, you can tell by all of his nods, all of like most of the directions he's willing to go in, he's very much not. And as awkward as, as Vladimir Putin looks in the video clips of him in church doing the sign of the cross, and he does look awkward doing it. <clears throat> I think he spent a very long time accustomed to, uh, you know, his Chokti not being a Chokti so much as a revolver. Um and, and that kind of shows. But when I look at all of this, and I know, and here's, here's the reason why I'm concerned we're on the wrong side. The State Department and the Pentagon spiked the football for the Afghan evacuation. Capiche? That was deliberate. They still think they did a good job. Nobody's been held accountable for that except for one lieutenant colonel who spoke out against it. So if we end up at war with Russia, what do you think is going to happen? You think we're actually going to go to fight to win? You understand that the United States military has the capacity to wipe the planet clean. And we don't even have to actually break out the nuclear weapons. We have the physical capacity with conventional warfare to wipe the planet clean. No one can stand against us unless we let them. You think the Taliban won Afghanistan? Do you understand that we could have faked the the withdrawal and then wiped the Taliban out? We could have literally actually staged that whole thing. We would have taken some losses here and there, but we could have literally turned back, went back into the country, and now that all of the Taliban came out of their holes, literally cut them off from their point from their avenue of retreat and wiped them out 
I didn't think for a moment that's what we were doing. But I'm well aware of the fact that we could have actually done that. Oh, hey, they're holding a parade with all of our equipment. Awesome. They're busy doing that. They don't know how to work all the high-tech radar stuff. And we've got stealth aircraft. And we could have legitimately just gone in and vaporized the parades. And that solves a couple of problems. Kills the Taliban, kills the Taliban supporters, and takes care of them actually having possession of billions of dollars of American equipment. And they would have thought they won. Like, they, like no joke, because they were doing a victory triumph. You think we couldn't have sent a B-2 bomber or a fleet of B-1s and just struck a line right down the road and took all of them out? In most cases, actually, had we done that, and mind you, we could have done it in broad daylight. And the fun part is, is we would have extermi exterminated the Taliban, because you know that all of the big wigs, the people in charge, they'd have been there. You'd have got most of them. But I knew that wasn't going to happen. It's what I probably would have done. And then I would have dropped troops on the ground and cleaned everything up. And this time around, planted the American flag. No embassy, a capital. And kept it. And we'd have the territory of Afghanistan, which would probably be named, I don't know, it would be renamed something more catchy than Afghanistan. Gone back and gone back into all of the major cities and wiped them out. Believe it or not, those are things we can do. And on the world stage, what are they going to say? There'd be a lot of people who would be really angry because we let a lot of their people like it because it would have turned out to be a big ploy. <clears throat> but we could have paid restitution. And we would not have shaken NATO quite so badly as we did. I don't even know if we would have needed NATO. I mean, honestly, like a lot of times I question whether or not we even actually need NATO. Do we need a world police or can we just actually drop a major American enclave just there on the other side of the Himalayas from China and apply pressure that way? Everybody be like, oh, my goodness, we can't believe what you're doing. Yeah, right, too. And I would have pushed through Waziristan and into Pakistan and all the way to the and all the way to the Indian Ocean. And that would have taken care of a few things because then Kashmir, then India gets Kashmir because, you know, I mean, we don't really need it. <clears throat> and then what? I want you to step back for a moment and just see how that would change the world. China's going to do what? India's got nukes. India's got nukes and then they've got a major ally right next door. right next door and Iran has us right on their back porch literally on their back porch <clears throat> it is a significant difference in the way I think as compared to other people but compare that 
to what we actually did. We bugged out of there. We left hundreds, if not thousands of Americans stranded. We nearly broke apart the NATO alliance, single-handedly nearly broke apart the NATO alliance because we screwed over every single one of our NATO allies, including our closest allies, guys who have been like this with us through thick and thin for 70 years. And the same people who did that are still in charge right now. And are talking about possibly having to go to war with Russia. And I will tell you that I grew up during the Cold War with the great Soviet threat. And even though they say not a lot's changed in Russia, a lot really actually has changed in Russia. And so much has changed in America that even though I was born and raised in the United States of America, I have fought and bled for the United States of America. Here I sit, and decades later, looking at the United States of America, wondering if we're the baddies. If the people who were in charge of our country aren't the evil ones. When I know that they're being evil to the United States, and I know that they're doing everything that they can to destroy our credibility, our economy, and everything. And it's, forget about trust. I don't trust these people to wage war against Russia. I trust these people to use war against Russia to utterly annihilate the memory of the Republic of the United States of America. And nobody wants to say it. They don't want to seem extreme. I trust these people to use a war with Russia and then that precipitating war that will come right on its heels with China engaging us in another world war effectively. Because if we go to war with Russia and China invades Taiwan, and then we go to war with China and then Japan and China and, or Japan and India and Australia. Okay, cool. They come with us into Taiwan and then we get NATO and we're in there with Ukraine and we've got the Brits and we've got the French and we've got the Germans and we've got Poland and we've got all of these people actively engaged in wars again on two fronts. But this time we have people who will literally go out of their way to screw over the United States of America. And they don't care about who else gets screwed over in the process. These are the kind of people who will have the most powerful military in the history of the world and screw us and everyone else just to put an end to the Republic of the United States of America. And if you doubt me, I want you to ask yourself what policy has been instituted since January 20th of 2021 that has improved our lot as Americans? Name one, because I can name more than 60 
more than 60 policies that have brought us down. Locally, economically, militarily, and internationally. And there's no one better to be the tool of the chastisement of the United States of America than Russia. There's no one better to be the chastisement of all of the NATO countries, all of whom were spoken about in 1917, 104 years ago. Than Russia. And the only icing on the cake is that this time we get to add China. What should be a paper dragon. Oh, they've got more ships than we have in the Navy. Pfft, whatever. <clears throat> if their ships are anything like the construction of the Three Gorges Dam, let me just tell you, I'm not, I'm not worried. The Three Gorges Dam is a wonderful feat that is about a half step away from collapsing because it's built out of trash. If their navy is anything like the many, many giant ghost cities that's currently trying to tank the backside of the Chinese economy, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You could probably hit those things with spitballs and sink them. <clears throat> oh, they have all this. <sighs> Whatever. They have a quote-unquote fifth-generation fighter that's actually a fourth-generation fighter, trying to be a sixth-generation fighter. Their arms are too short to to box with the United States of America. Oh, yeah, we've got more ships. Who cares? We've got plenty of ways of taking stuff down. Is Russia an actual threat to Europe? Do you think they're honestly an actual threat to the United States? If they were such a big threat to the United States, then where, <clears throat> where's the threat? The only threat that Russia poses to the United States is Joseph Robinette Biden. He's the threat that Russia poses to the United States because he's not interested in the greatness of America. Everything he's done in the last 11 months, we haven't even crossed a year. <clears throat> Everything he's done in the last 11 months has been to demoralize, denigrate, and destroy the United States of America. The great weapon of Vladimir the Great, Tsar of Russia, is Joseph Robinette Biden and the Democrat establishment. And the leaders in the Pentagon and the leaders in the State Department, they're the weapon of Russia. <clears throat> because they're actually here to manage the decline of the United States. They're here to do the will, the bidding of giant hedge fund managers and tech oligarchs. 
That's what they're here for. They're not here for America. They're here for their own interests. They're here for the interests of their friends. They're very powerful, very rich, very evil friends. So whatever happens, and it will, get ready. Because if we go to war with Russia, then we're going to war with China. And they're going to spike the football on that. Because there's plenty enough time in this administration, in this regime, to the next election, to screw us thoroughly. And destroy your life, your livelihood, and your country. And right now, we have prayer. Because we don't have the levers of power to impeach. We don't have the capacity. Like, no joke. The only actual capacity that we have is to storm the Capitol, storm all those federal buildings and rip all those people out of their offices and then leave, lead them bleeding and die, bleeding and dying in the streets. And you know how likely that is? That's zero. And it's less than zero. When we go to war, we have prayer, we have sacrifice and we have penance. And as Christians, as Catholics, we had, as Americans, we had damned well better do it. Pray for the church. Pray for our nation. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Nomini Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.